It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-1. to one. Riley Smith, the hat trick. The Golden Knights 6-1-1 one one against the Blues this season. To help us break this one down, let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, let's start here. I guess the biggest surprise, uh, we didn't go to overtime. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly right. I, I, I've lost track of, uh, <laughs> of, of the number of games that have. We've got to do the numbers on this should the Knights and Blues meet in the postseason because, you know, Ryan, Overtime doesn't stop at five minutes in the playoffs. So I, I, don't, I, I, I shudder to think about how long we could be here if, if these teams uh, are playing overtime games in the postseason. But um, it was uh, really not much of a contest until the four-on-four sequence in the second period where the Blues got one, and then the uh, temperatures continued to ratchet up, and Vegas pulled away, of course. Flurry was uh, really, really good, and Riley Smith was fantastic. You know, when, when you look at the season that the Golden Knights are having right now, 39-13-2, and two, and the fact that they, they haven't wrapped up the division, right? Like, that's kind of astounding in itself. It just kind of goes to show how good Colorado's been. Can you contextualize just how good the Golden Knights have been, how consistent they've been all season long? I mean, think about what the divisions would be if not for this strange, bizarre convergence of divisions and how the Knights would have essentially clinched the division, you know, like a month ago if it were the normal West Division, uh, the normal Pacific Division teams. Of course, we know that the uh, clubs up north in Vancouver and Calgary and Edmonton are in the North Division, and so the Knights added uh, to the West Division here Colorado, St. Louis, and Minnesota, and it would be those three teams poised to make the playoffs along with the one holder from holdover from the Pacific in Vegas, meaning the Sharks, Kings, Coyotes, and Ducks are not in the playoff picture. I think you're a Seattle Kraken fan. You're thinking, oh, boy, what's the competition <laughs> going to be like? But I, I suppose that that gives us a sense of um, just the Knights and the way they're constructed and dominating their division. They've dominated the Pacific, and now they've got a chance to win a division they're not normally in. I do wonder at times, you know, Minnesota and Dallas were on the buffer Dallas was going to be that team in the West, and then they switched it, and Minnesota became that team. I wonder how the seasons would have been different for the Stars in the Wild had they ended up in the opposite divisions. I think Minnesota ends up benefiting because that that Central has um, really been top-heavy. You know, Dan, I know that Gary brought up during the broadcast which goaltender to go to on Monday. Rotation says Robin Leonard. Do you see a break of that rotation? I, I don't. And I understand Gary's logic. My, my other thought that entered into all of this, Ryan, was the psychology of and loyalty of uh, Pete DeBoer sticking with Robin in the game last night. Yeah. From a hockey standpoint, you'd pull him, right? Like you'd pull him. You get a boost. Uh, Flurry's been great. You get him in there. But I think, as, as as we well know, and and Robin Leonard had some messages on Twitter today talking about mental health. The story with Robin is well documented. But I think that there's something to be said for Pete DeBoer um, giving uh, a sort of a bit of confidence, a, a, vote, of, a vote of confidence um, that, hey, you know, you can get out of this. And Pete told us on the pregame show today, Leonard was their best player in the third period. 
last night. And I wonder if by starting Flurry again on Monday, if that throws something into the mind of Robin where now he's second-guessing, well, gee, it's, you know, am I not playing well enough? And I, I think you, you just want both goaltenders feeling confident and not really thinking about who's starting the next game. Because right now, and for the last, what is it? Is it 19 or 20? How many games has the rotation been, Ryan? I think it's, it's right think around it's there. 21, 22 is, okay. is I think well, where yeah. we're so, at now. Yeah, so, it, and like, that it has gone that long, why would, like, and, and it's funny because, you know, <laughs> Gary's not here to defend himself, but Gary, as recent as a week ago, was arguing for the rotation to continue. You know, <laughs> why break what isn't bro- broken, right? So I, I subscribe with Gary's original philosophy is, you know, they've won all these games. Sure, Robin has, has not been at his best of late, but I think you stick with it. That's, that's my feeling, anyhow. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. I think that you give Robin Leonard the opportunity to play against Colorado. In fairness, he hasn't played a game yet against Colorado this season. I kind of want that data point. I want to see Robin Leonard against the Avalanche. And you know what? I think the rotation's gotten you this far. You have an opportunity to to clinch this division on Monday, and and you you go to your strengths, and your strengths is depth and goal. Right, and remember that the last time that Fleury played consecutive games, it happened to be against Colorado, right? Yes. Uh, so I, I wonder if there was some data at that time. They thought, hey, maybe Fleury should play. or I mean, who knows, right? There are a variety of things that could have played into the decision at the time. But uh, at this stage, when, you know, it's not like a playoff berth is on the line. Uh, they're already in very good position. And, hell, this team is <laughs> continuing to win games, even when they're without their top goal scorer. And today playing two skaters, uh, short uh, for more than half the game. So uh, it's, they find ways. Well, Dan, as always, it is a great time on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Great job on the call, and we will talk to you for a big, big game on Monday. Sounds good. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights radio network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-1. to Let's head downstairs and hear from Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's win. So hard. You know, he really hasn't changed anything from, from earlier in the year, but uh, he's stuck with it and pucks are starting to go in. And uh, that's a good sign for us heading into the playoffs because right time of the year for him to to heat up and we need him next question tonight goes to jesse granger with the athletic hey jesse hey pete it seemed like last night especially in the first two periods they were able to really clog up the neutral zone and tonight it was a lot more free-flowing for you guys what did you think was the difference you know what i I liked our game I, i thought uh I thought we had better legs than we had in game one. I thought our attention to detail and our structure was really good. I mean, to hold a team in the NHL to, to six or eight shots after two periods is, is you know, is I think a, a, a testament to how well you're playing defensively. And we did it, and you know, and still put a lot of pressure on offensively. So there was a lot of good stuff. Next, we'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas. Then. Justin. You just mentioned that you held them to eight shots or whatever it was through two periods. Is that something that you can carry over potentially into a potential playoff series next weekend? Or do you think once the postseason starts, it's kind of a whole new ballgame? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't anticipate anyone in, uh, that's that's going to start the playoffs with the 16 teams left is going to going to get held to eight uh, shots. I mean, let's be honest, they, they, they don't have anything to play for tonight. Um, you know, this was an important game. We talked a month ago of uh, about making sure that uh, when we got Colorado to town at the end of the season, that that game meant something. And, you know, we had to do an awful lot of work over the last four or five weeks in order to, to make that happen. And, and, uh, we did. So, um, you know, we'll worry about the playoffs after Monday night. Uh, you know, right now that's the biggest game of the year. Let's go to David Shane, Las Vegas review journal. Hey, David. Hi Pete. I was going to ask you about Monday. Can you just maybe expand on that a little bit and maybe the, uh, the pride, I guess that you guys were able to get to that point where you control your own destiny and everything's going to come down to that game. Yeah, you know, I, I think if you look at where we were, you know, four weeks ago, I don't think many people would have predicted we could have hunted Colorado down or, you know, so, and and for sure not controlled our own destiny with two games left. So, um, you know, the guys dug in here the last month and we played a lot of good hockey and uh, a lot of it was on the road. Um, so I, I've been really proud of the effort and, you know, Monday's a big one. Next question tonight goes to Stormy Bonatoni, Vegas Cool Knights. Speaking of effort, it was a nine block shot night for Alec Martinez, which oddly enough isn't out of the norm. It's it's just yeah. average for him. Can you just speak to his performance? Yeah, you know, he, he was outstanding again tonight. You know, his value to our group with what he does. You know, when you look at the shot clock and you see six or eight shots, you know, into the second period, um, you know, that's because, you know, he stood in front of five or six of them at that point of the game already. So, um, you know, and he does it every night for us, regardless of the score. He's, he's a really unsung hero for our group. And, uh, you know, we, we need him and we're glad we got him. Time for a few more tonight with Pete. Next we'll go to Ken Bulky, Sinbin, Da Vegas. Again. Hey, Pete, I'm not 100% sure you're the right person to ask this question to, and it hasn't seemed to make a difference on the results, but you've played with 17 in the last couple of games where in the past you've played with 17, you've gotten an 18th the next game. I'm wondering what the reason is that you've had to play with 17 three games in a row here. Uh, I am not the right guy to ask, honestly. Um, you know, the, between cap and roster and, and all those things, there, there's a lot of moving parts to those answers um so uh you know I, I i'm i'm fortunately i'm not the right guy i'm not i'm not ducking the question i i just don't know let's go to christopher chapman fox sports las vegas christopher yeah hi pete you guys have been really successful on the second end of back-to-backs taking 17 out of 18 possible points what do you attribute that success to and if you could also give an update on Peyton krebs well i I've been asked this before and, and it, and it, you know, I attribute it to depth and, and it starts in net. The, the fact we can roll out a fresh goalie at the most important position uh, in those situations is, is, has been critical for those points and us getting those points, you know, and then depth at other positions too, you know, on a back to back, um, you're going to need different guys the next night to step up. And, and uh, I think we've gotten that, uh, regularly all year. Next we'll go to Jesse Granger, The Athletic. 
Jesse. Hey Pete, with the team, with the points percentage like the one you guys have, it's you're usually coasting at the end of the season and then kind of have to turn it on when the playoffs start. As a coach, do you like that you have a game as important as the one on Monday, um, just right before the playoffs? Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that uh, to be coasting in. I, I really wouldn't. Um, I, I think uh, it's important. Uh, you don't just turn on playoff hockey um, and I, I think it's important to be playing important games uh, as close to the start of the playoffs as you can and uh, it doesn't get much closer than than Monday night thanks Pete thank you that was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media in tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians and you know, an interesting one, a couple of things that stood out to me for Pete DeBoer on multiple occasions. He brought up the game on Monday against the Colorado Avalanche as being the biggest game of the year. A lot at stake in that game for the Golden Knights. You win, you win the division. It's as simple as that. And for Vegas, to have that game still to come at 39 wins, 13 losses, two overtime losses is pretty remarkable. Like, it just gives you an idea of how good Vegas has been this season, how good Colorado has been this season, and how much is at stake in one single game. You want to replicate playoff hockey? You get it. You are absolutely going to get the closest approximation of what the playoffs are going to be like on Monday night. Consider it a dress rehearsal. And for the Golden Knights, I think that's a good thing. I would, I would imagine that the Colorado Avalanche are looking at it the same way. There aren't many teams that have been this dominant within a division that have had this big a game this late in the season. It's, it's fascinating. It is going to be such an intriguing game to keep an eye on Monday night. Now, uh, we did hear Pete DeBoer talk about not being able to just turn on playoff hockey. And, and I think that there's a lot of merit in that. You've got to really go through some battles down the stretch and face a little bit of adversity and have those moments where you've got to ratchet it up and you've got to find another level to your game. And so for the Golden Knights, these last two games against St. Louis, the, the two prior against Minnesota, and this one coming up on Monday against Colorado provide you everything you need to get ready to go and have your game where you need it to be if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. This is an opportunity, and it's a rare one you don't often get when you have been this good, this consistent, this dominant within a division in hockey. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Question was posed to Pete DeBoer on Peyton Krebs, an update. No update given on Peyton Krebs. Uh, of course, left the game in the second period after taking a slap shot to the face. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if Peyton Krebs is an option on Wednesday or Monday. I'm sorry. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where Max Pacioretty's at in terms of his recovery, whether or not he's going to be an option for the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, uh, at the same time, you look uh, across the way to Colorado, Nathan McKinnon did not play tonight for the Colorado Avalanche. He'll be uh, a game day decision for Colorado on Monday as well. So uh, still a lot to get to here. Uh, AAA insurance postgame show coming back next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time after the final buzzer sounds hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-1 to on a Riley Smith hat trick. Vegas 6-1-1 against the Blues this season against a team that could potentially be their first-round matchup in the playoffs. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go all the way back to the first period, and it's Riley Smith continuing to have the hot hand, putting Vegas on the board. In the neutral zone, Colasar cuts it off. In comes Carrier, centering. Save, rebound, score! Riley Smith, three goals in three games, and the Knights take a 1-0 lead. 7.34 to go in the first. That's Riley Smith, his 12th of the year from Will Carrier and Keegan Colasar at 12.26 of the first period to make it one to nothing. Vegas. Mark Stone would go to the penalty box, and the Golden Knights would be shorthanded. Alex Petrangelo would make a brilliant play, setting up a Chandler Stevenson shorthanded goal. Oh, a steal at center. Knights shorthanded. They are onside to the middle, to the right. Score! Stevenson, shorthanded, 2-0 Vegas. That's Chandler Stevenson, his 14th of the year from Alex Petrangelo at 13-32 of the first period to make it 2-0 Vegas. We'd head to the second period, and though he wasn't busy, Marc-Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save the game. A takeaway at the line. Here is Shen down the middle. Save Fleury with the glove. Stop Shen on the breakaway. What a glove stop from Marc-Andre Fleury. Shen was in all alone. The lefty tried to go top right corner, and Fleury picked it off near his left knee. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance, AAA Outsmart Life. So huge save from Marc-Andre Fleury, and the game is still 2 to nothing Vegas. We would get some 4-on-4 play late in the period, and Colton Pareko would get one back. Wallman deals to the right-wing side where Theodore reaches in, knocked it away. Out in front, they score! Pareko, the defenseman, at the right goal line, stepped out in front, and the Blues strike with 36 seconds to go in the second period. That's Pareko unassisted at 19.23 the second period to make it 2-1 Vegas. With the game tight to start the third period, the Golden Knights would get a look on the power play, and Riley Smith would score his second goal of the game. Here's a slam try. Score! Riley Smith again! 3-1 Golden Knights! in three games for Riley Smith. Vegas strikes on the power play. Three to one Golden Knights. That's Smith, his 13th of the year from Martinez and Petrangelo on the power play. 4-11 of the third period to make it three to one Vegas. The St. Louis Blues would pull Vili Husso and the Golden Knights would get a loose puck and Riley Smith would complete the hat trick. Here's Smith toward the net. He scores! Riley Smith with a hat trick! Empty net goal! 
this one. What a night for Riley Smith. What a night for Riley Smith indeed. Unassisted 19-12 in the third period. 4-1 Vegas. And all that was left was the final call. Seven seconds. And the crowd of 7,567 comes to its feet. Here's a skirmish behind the play. Look out. White Cloud and Cairo into it. The game is over, but the action continues. Vegas 4, St. Louis 1. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-1. to Again, 6-1-1 one, one against the Blues this season. The Golden Knights have really dominated not just the results, but also the rate of play. This game, it, it, it was close. I'm going to give the Blues a lot of credit for just kind of hanging in and sticking around in this one and making it interesting in the third period. But the Golden Knights, they really did do exactly what they needed to. They brought their game to a playoff level, and it paid off with another win. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-1, 6-1-1 on the season against the Blues. 39-13 and 280 points setting themselves up to win Monday, win the division. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, for the Golden Knights, it started early. It's Riley Smith again, second consecutive game against the Blues, getting the first goal of the game. And then the Golden Knights were able to add to the lead, get a secondary goal, and, and it makes it a two-goal lead. And listen, when the Golden Knights were able to keep the Blues to just five shots through the first 30 minutes of this game, like, it gives you an idea of just how dialed in the Vegas Golden Knights were, how dominant they were. They had extended zone time. They were really good through the neutral zone. Yes, the Blues had some time in the offensive zone, but everything was kept to the outside. And when pucks did get to the middle of the ice, they were blocked or they missed the net. You look at Alec uh, Martinez and, and just the work that he puts in on a nightly basis to get in make those plays and it's it's the unsung stuff like it's it's the thankless job that Alec Martinez does on a night to night basis block shots just generally impacting the game in such a massive way that's the type of stuff you need in the playoffs like when you talk about getting playoff ready all you got to do is look at Alec Martinez all you have to do is take a look at that guy and the plays that he makes, the blocks that he makes, he's just one of those guys that knows when to sell out, how to sell out. And and that's what the Golden Knights need going into the playoffs. And you you look at the game from Alex Petrangelo. And you know, it, it's interesting because every single night he's getting better and better and more comfortable and and he was an absolute beast tonight for the Golden Knights. And that's a great sign when the biggest game of the year is coming up on Monday. And that's where we leave 
the AAA insurance post-game show, looking ahead to Monday, looking ahead to Colorado, and looking ahead to what factors to be an incredible hockey game. I can't wait for it. I know you can't either. We'll be with you. That game will go at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show will go at 6 o'clock. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance post-game show. Extended post-game show is next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network post-game show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome in extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 4-1 to one, the final. The Golden Knights handle the St. Louis Blues. There's a couple things right off the top. Golden Knights, 39 13 and 2, 80 points on the year. 40 wins is within their grasp in a 56 game schedule. Like, Darren Millard, contextualize that for me. You can. It's uh, <laughs> one of the great performances uh, in, in the National Hockey League. Uh, when you uh, examine what was at stake, what, uh, what the challenges have been through the season uh, with the compacted schedule. Putting up 40 wins in a 56-game schedule is beyond, I think, what anybody expected. Now, did you want to be first? Yes. Did you want to challenge for first overall? Of course. But to get there and be forced to get there Mm -hmm. with a 40-win season, uh, (laughs) I didn't think somebody would be pushed that way. I I mean, it just kind of gives you an idea of how good and consistent the Golden Knights have been this season, but also the Colorado Avalanche. the the idea that you win 14 of 16 games, which yeah. the Golden Knights have, and you still only have a four-point lead, and you still have to win Monday against the Colorado Avalanche <laughs> to finish first. Yeah. Uh, I, I was joking with Gary Lawless. It's the smallest four-point lead I've ever seen. <laughs> because every night it's, okay, they keep pace. Yep. It's four points. Yep. Okay, they they win. Colorado wins. Still four, but it feels like it's it's half a point. That, that's what it, that's what it really does feel like compared to uh, a, a two win scenario, which it is. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. If you'd like to join us here on the extended post game show, let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Well, we get two for one tonight. Uh, nice to have you aboard, Mister Millard. Hey, Mike. Nice to uh, meet you the other day. Thanks for stopping yes. by. That was a joy, I can assure you. Uh, let's uh, harken back to the shortened season of last year and that big victory at Edmonton that put the Knights in the number one spot. That was, who knew at the time, the biggest win of the year at that time. That's a, that's a great point. They came up big in, in down the stretch. They just didn't know it was the stretch. <laughs> so so, so what, whether they know it or not, they've got impeccable timing. And this time, 
let's say Colorado beats the Knights in regulation. Now they're two points behind, two to go, one to go for the Knights. What if they tie and the season series is four and four? What's the tiebreaker? Regulation wins and Colorado has that tiebreaker. So that's a done deal no matter what. Yeah, it's uh, it's not possible for the Golden Knights to win enough games in regulation to overtake Colorado without finishing first anyway. Wow. If that makes if that if that makes any sense. Well, and of course, even if you lose in regulation on Monday, you still can win the division by hopefully having Colorado lose one of its final two and beating San Jose. Yeah, you need some help. Uh, you need some help, and you'd have to take care of your own business. With with the real benefit of Monday, uh, I'll be honest, is first place, first place overall. So those are the obvious ones, Mike. But the what goes along with that is you can take so much pressure off uh, the chance for injury or or playing people with big minutes or even even medium minutes on that Wednesday game in San Jose. You can do a whole bunch of load management going into that final regular season game against the San Jose Sharks on Wednesday. That's that's the carrot for uh, the medical team and and the coaches on on Monday night. And we don't know anything about McKinnon's availability at this point. No, didn't play tonight. No, he didn't. And he he will be a, a game day, game time decision for the Colorado Avalanche on Monday. Mike, thanks for the call. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Anthony. Anthony, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm doing great. That's good. Uh, I was just calling with a uh, a question. I know uh, Riley Smith uh, seem, seems to have uh, had a hard time uh, – during the uh, the bulk of the uh, the season, as it goes, um, do you think he's going to be able to carry this into the postseason? And uh, you know how he acted tonight. And uh, I guess as a second question, I was going to ask um, with Flurry's performance tonight, and uh, you know the way uh, the goaltending has been um, in the last few games. Uh, do you think that? Um, the official goaltender of the playoffs is decided as of now, or do you think it's still up in the air and it's uh, switching every game? You know, Anthony, it's interesting, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Thank you for the call. When it when it comes to Riley Smith, like I I think that you're you're looking at a player that does so much and is around the puck in the offensive zone and the defensive zone so much that it's only a matter of time that a performance like this and really the the goals over the last three games were bound to come. Now, for me, I, I look at Marcia So Carlson and Smith. That's such an effective line. You get Riley Smith heating up right now. That just means he's going to go into the playoffs confident. And a confident Riley Smith is a good thing for the Golden Knights. I, I think that he'll be riding that wave. In terms of goaltenders, uh, I'm going to give Darren a chance to answer Riley Smith, then we'll talk about it. Uh, Riley Smith has played games in which he's had much better looks than he had tonight. Yeah. And got zero out of it. And tonight he banked one in Justin Falk and scored one into an empty net and also scored a big power play goal. Yeah. But he got he got a couple of breaks. And this week he's got... A couple more breaks. The the pass by Nick Hag that ended up in his feet, and he and he shoveled in. Uh, there's there's weird times during the course of a season where uh, Riley Smith has taken a stick over his head and rested against his helmet and looked up and went, 
like what? Like what do I have to do to buy one? Well, it's kind of coming around now. And you're looking at what a season during a, a full 82-game schedule would be in the range of 20, 20 goals yep. or, or just above. So you're, he's, he's, he's right in that range, but he's getting hot at the right time. That line has been on a heater yeah. for a week. Yeah, they have. And now, now Marcia so scored a couple, uh, and it's Riley Smith's turn. So that's, uh, that's the great part about it, the goaltending. What, let's let's hold on the goaltending. Okay. We've got more calls to get to. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Lou. Lou, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. How's it going, buddy? You know, I'm so glad to talk to you and Gritty, beer league backup goalie tonight. <laughs> um, I think that Monday night is easily the biggest regular season game in this team's history. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any question about it. It is huge with the implications for the playoffs coming up. And when this team gets healthy in the first round of the playoffs, I think they own St. Louis. I, I, I see a sweep. That's, that's an interesting one. I, I don't – listen, I, I'm not going to count out the St. Louis Blues in terms of, of having the fight, having the pushback. Let's and, see how and, healthy they are, too. And that's another thing. They, they're not exactly at, at – at full strength, no Vladimir Tarasenko, no Tory Krug, no Vince Dunn. So there are players missing on the St. Louis Blues side. I, I look at that series as as one that isn't going to be easy for the Golden Knights, but it's certainly going to be one that's going to get them right into a full-on, hard-nosed playoff series. The St. Louis Blues took a breath tonight, and the yeah. third period was a good period and had some feistiness, but... Oh, what you witnessed the St. Louis Blues go through this season, all the injuries, they were at the deadline sitting out players with the thought that they would be trading players. Yeah. And they found a way to rescue their season. At the start of the season, they were supposed to be in the top four in the West Division. They're in there. They think that they have a chance. Just because Vegas won... Six one and one during the eight games. Think about uh, think about the what Vegas would be against Minnesota. Like you still think you have a chance, sure. even though you lost the the regular season series. Yeah, the Blues, the Blues concern me. I've, I've been I've said it for a couple of weeks now. That group has enough moxie, and boy, can they battle through things. Uh, but they didn't they didn't have their game tonight because they took a breath after clinching last night, and and a well deserved breath. Thanks for the call, Lou. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Can Let's I ask head... you a question first? What yeah. did I ever do to Lou? I don't. Know. I just don't think he likes you. Yeah, Lou and I got to have a little breaking the bread meeting together. Not everybody has to like you. No, I'm just. I don't know what I did to him. No, I, I don't think. Out I, what... I don't think you did anything. I think. I, I just, was just me. I just think it's you. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Like there are people that just don't like you. But I like like Gritty's lovable, and he's calling me Gritty. But I think he well, means no, no, it as an insult. No, I mean because I I picked Gritty. For my goaltender on the beer oh, league okay. team, okay. that was just yesterday. <laughs> How did you forget that already? I got a lot going on, man. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. Uh, uh, once again, uh, a good win. Uh, watching these last few games uh, between you know St. Louis and before uh, Minnesota, uh, you know it's here. It's like as chirpy as it's getting. This is like playoff hockey, and as a hockey fan, I love it. But with uh, having a dog in the fight, I always get nervous because 
how how chirpy it is getting. And I wanted to ask this question. Uh, and I know, you know, they're probably holding out Pacioretty and Reeves, you know, for precautionary reasons. If if this was playoffs, they, they might be in there tonight. But uh, I wanted to ask, what is what is the depth looking like as far as uh, for the Knights? And how how far does that depth go? Are the... Like, are they able to use any of the Henderson Silver Knights and call them up immediately? Uh, what's the range of the depth for uh, the Knights? Well, they have a taxi squad, and uh, they, they elected to go with Peyton Krebs the last few games. And because of salary cap implications, uh, that forced them to go one player short. That was a salary cap uh, situation, but it was also a conscious decision by the Golden Knights to play Peyton Krebs uh, instead of the likes of uh, Thomas Yurko, uh, somebody uh, of that, uh, that ilk. So I think they have, uh, they have plenty of depth on the blue line. Yep. That, maybe not of... Petrangelo or Martinez or Theodore uh, caliber, but they have they have great depth there. Uh, not quite as much, but I'm I'm confident in what they have on the uh, on up front too. There's players Sakura or Brown uh, before he got hurt. Uh, I'm not sure what his status. Uh, he should be getting healthier soon. Yeah, and you, you're also looking at again with 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 Ryan Reeves getting closer. Yep. Max Pacioretty, should he get closer, then all, all of a sudden that kind Nosek. of pushes everything down. You've got Tomasz Nosek, who is, is still battling an injury, but could be available for the Golden Knights at some point in the playoffs. So uh, from a depth perspective, I, I think you get healthy, and that's really where you start to, to show and shine for the Golden Knights when it comes to depth. Go ahead. I was going to uh, jump in, and then I decided to not that was a big breath at the same time i know i know i know i feel like i should say jinx you owe me 12 yes (laughs) (laughs) it's like the age difference between you and me come on now is it 12 i don't know it might be let's let's take a break we're we're, you're not that old 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side it's the extended post game show fox sports las vegas Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 4-1. Riley Smith, the hat trick. Alex Petrangelo, an absolute beast in this game. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us, let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Hey, Stephanie. Good to see you. Talk to well, you. No, Steph- no, Stephanie <laughs> saw me the other day, but we didn't connect. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. There you was look a little kind of busy. Yeah, there was there was a little method uh, to to my madness there. Um. So I uh, I had kind of two things I wanted to point out. Um, looking at the heat map for today, there was a lot like up on the goal, which had been a problem for a while, and it seems like they've really kind of come over that hump and are getting those rebound attempts and getting just up in the blue paint to get those goals. Well, two of Riley Smith's goals were right in the blue paint. Yeah. That, uh, that certainly points to that. But don't, don't get sucked into the heat map. Heat the maps heat, are heat good. Map, heat maps are very overrated. Heat maps are good. 
Ryan and I have a very different opinion on heat maps. They can reinforce your eye test. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And uh, sometimes I see uh, religious people and clouds uh, when I look at the heat map. That's the only thing that gets it, just me. Just because you don't know how to read them doesn't mean you <laughs> discount them. I, I mean, I, as somebody who listens to most of the games, I find them really helpful just because, it, like, it, I can kind of tell because Dan Duva is amazing and very descriptive, but I'm not seeing exactly where those shots are coming from. But looking at the heat map, like, it kind of compiles all of that pretty well to match it with what is actually happening. What was your uh, assessment of Riley Smith and where he was coming into the last week and what you've uh, you've witnessed in his turnaround? I, I mean, I, I, never, I never really thought Riley Smith was doing bad. It was just he was not getting any good bounces or any luck. And I think he's just finally getting rewarded for continuing to play his game and get up there and keep taking those shots. You know, yeah, you know, Stephanie, I think Riley Smith heating up is, is the best thing for the Golden Knights, mm-hmm. really, as they head toward the playoffs. So uh, thank you for the call, Stephanie. I, listen, Riley Smith going on a heater, not the worst thing in the world for Vegas. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, you know, it's pretty clear that Monday's game is probably the biggest game of the season. With that being said, do you think the Borer possibly doesn't strict to, uh, stick to the straight rotation and comes back with Flurry because he has been the better of the two goaltenders and this is probably the most important game of the season? You, you know, Joe, thank you for the call. Uh, we we got to go back to this on, on Anthony because he asked us the same question about the goaltenders. Now, I... I want to see Robin Leonard against the Colorado Avalanche. I really, really do. I want to know that if you need Robin Leonard in the playoffs against the Avalanche, I need to know what that looks like. I haven't seen it yet this year, and I think that you've trusted in this rotation all season long except for the one time you didn't. And the one time you didn't, it was Marc-Andre Fleury against Colorado two games in a row. I think there's an avenue. There's an avenue for sure to go to Marc-Andre Fleury in this game. I personally want to see Robin Leonard. I think that they go with uh, Marc-Andre Fleury Monday because of what they did earlier in starting Marc-Andre Fleury in the back-to-back, going against the rotation, against the Colorado Avalanche. And here's the real reason what, what tips it over. They lost the first game of that two-game set against Colorado 5-1, and they still went back to Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. Uh, it's the most important game of the season. He's been your number one goaltender. You start Marc-Andre Fleury. That's what I would do on, on Monday. Thanks for the call, Joe. And also, thanks for the call, Anthony. It took us yeah. a while, but we finally got there. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Rita, how you doing? Hi, guys. Oh, I'm good. Um, I have a question, but first I want to say, I don't know how I'm going to make it 48 hours waiting for this game. No insider show, no pregame show, nothing tomorrow. You know. It's Mother's but, Day, though. Well, yeah, my daughter will call. That'll be yeah. nice, but, you know. Um, anyway, my question is, if Patrick and Reeves are healthy on Monday, do you think DeBoer puts them in because of how important the game is, or do you think he holds them out to make sure they are really healthy for the playoffs? I think they go in. If they're, if they're healthy... They go in. If you're able to play on Monday, 
you go in. If Peyton Krebs is available after uh, the situation tonight, he goes in. Uh, I think you ice your best possible lineup, which is why I would start Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Still want to see Robin. Except Leonard, for the though. flurry part, right? Well, I just, I, yeah. just, I just want to see it. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Listen, I'm not going to be mad either way. Mm-hmm. Both guys, I believe, can get the job done. So I'm just saying I want a data point on Robin Leonard against Colorado this year. We're going to take a break. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 4-1, to one, the final. Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues. Alex Petrangelo was everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I mean like an look, octopus, isn't he, out there? <laughs> He's a hockey that's, octopus. That's, um, that's an interesting... Uh, that's an interesting one. I, I don't know that I would go, like... Octopus, because well, he's down in the corner, then think, he's back in the blue line, and then yeah. he's over on the other side, and I, then he's back checking. I mean, like he's all over the place. Sure, I, I just think that, like, I don't know. I I don't know that octopus is where I go in describing a hockey player. I just think that he he skates so well, and he was so active in the first period. Two assists tonight. Like every game, it's seeming to me that Alex Petrangelo is impacting and doing what the Golden Knights were hoping he would do when they signed him to that contract in the offseason. It didn't get as nasty as I thought it was going to be. Like There were oh, some, I, there I, are some points. I had this uh, discussion, uh, Mike McCann and I talked mm-hmm. about it. You can't, you can't talk about a game being really, really nasty mm-hmm. without a fight. I mean... So that's, that's my, my, my level. That, that's, right? that's fine. However... There were plenty of runs taken yeah. on both sides. Yeah. David Perron did He's David. a professional runner. He is. He is. And, you know, on the third time, like third, third run of the game, he finally got hey. a penalty. Okay. And, and charging, right? Yeah. Okay, when was the last time you saw somebody penalized for charging? It's been a minute. I don't, like, I don't know that it's happened. I was, Richie Sutter was here tonight, one yeah. of the great Sutter family. Yep. And we were, we were sitting talking, and we looked at each other and went, when was the last time you saw charging? <laughs> and neither one of us could come up with, a, with an answer. Like, yeah. I, I don't remember charging being called. No, but, I, I mean, there, there was some chippiness to this game. There was a, a, a couple of shifts where Kyle Clifford really, really wanted to go with Will mm-hmm. Carrier. And here's where I, I think it's interesting. At, it, at that point of the game, Will Carrier didn't engage. And I think that was important because that was when it was, I think, still 2-1. to one. It was a tight lead for the Golden Knights. Carrier didn't do anything to, ch- to change the tide of the momentum. I like that. Or does he, should he scrap and just put St. Louis in its place? I think they were coming like on. If Reeves, if Reeves plays in this game, there's a fight. Oh, 100%. But, uh, and you don't have to, I'm not saying you have to scrap. Uh, I'm just I'm a little more old school where I I can't listen to somebody talk about how nasty the game was and then go but there was no fights it it had it had elements yeah no no and and there was chipping it was chippy sure that's that's fair yeah that's fair back to wrap it up next extended post game show Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. 
Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 4-1 to the final. The Golden Knights defeat St. Louis. Darren Millard, <laughs> um, Monday's a big one, eh? Yeah. My, it, the, the games against St. Louis going 6-1-1 might be one of those things along with the overtime result uh, of being 9-0 and and being so great in back-to-back games, 8-1, and 8-0-1 in, in back-to-back games. You put those things together, that's why Monday's game is so important. You... All those things have funneled into giving you a chance to win the West and the top seed and potentially, with that, finish first overall. Monday's game could give us two more banners right up there as I point to, to the wall at T-Mobile Arena, the President's Trophy and a West Division banner. I got to say, I'm, I'm with Rita. I can't wait. I don't, I know. Know, what, I don't know what I'm going to do with Mother's myself. Day. You, better, you better be focused on Mother's Day. Oh, believe me, I've already aced it. Oh, I, I have. I'm heading to Smith's right now. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's still open. Oh, you're the worst. I'm sorry. It's not Christmas Eve. Oh, goodness gracious. That's Darren Millard. <laughs> hey, Darren, thanks for joining us here on the Extended Postgame Show. I can't wait show. for Monday's VGK Insider Show. I can't either. It's going to be fantastic. The Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche, huge game, biggest game of the year for Vegas. That's coming up on Monday. Thanks to Jeff Rubino out here turning the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. Thanks to Darren Millard for joining us here. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. Without you, this show is just not as fun. Take care. We'll see you Monday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.